Welcome to the Lucky Let Court Podcast, a Tennis Now production sponsored by Tennis Express. I'm your host, Chris Otto, coming to you from the grounds at Wimbledon early on day four, here to recap a little bit of day three. The upset theme has continued at Wimbledon on the women's side. Five top ten seeds have now been knocked out in the tournament's first three days. Of course, we broke a Wimbledon open-era record in the first round with four top eight seeds being knocked out. Those being number four-seeded Sloane Stevens, number five-seeded Alina Svitolina, number six-seeded Caroline Garcia, and number eight-seeded Petra Kvitova. On Wednesday, it was number two-seeded Caroline Wozniacki's turn. She fell to Ekaterina Makarova in three sets. Afterwards, Wozniacki was bitter about the loss, made some slightly controversial statements saying that she didn't feel Makarova would be able to maintain this level and progress much further into the tournament. It was interesting to see the reaction on Twitter to these quotes. First of all, Kudos to Wozniacki for being honest and saying how she felt. I mean, here we are wanting our athletes to be open and honest. And in Wozniacki's case here, we got complete, utter, blatant honesty. So how can we complain about that? I mean, we complain when our athletes are milquetoast and don't say enough in press. And now Wozniacki comes out and is honest and says what she actually feels. And we complain about that. And the comments, by the way, weren't very controversial. Yeah, there was a bit of slighting of, of Makarova. But overall, I think there was also a lot of praise from Wozniacki. She admitted that Makarova played exceptionally well. Wozniacki felt she did everything she could, but just wasn't good enough on these day. We'll let uh, on this day. We'll let you listen to the one of the quotes from Wozniacki and judge for yourself. Now, when I look at the draw, you know, I think there's 90% of everyone else I would have played today. You know, I I feel like I would have won, and uh, and the last 10%, I feel like I would have had a chance or a good chance, you know, and uh, sometimes it just doesn't go your way. Sometimes it just doesn't flash and, and doesn't, you know, things just don't add up. And today I played someone who played extremely well and uh, as I said I, I don't know that she would be able to keep up this level for the rest of the tournament. Day three was another walk in the park for Roger Federer. He cruised in straight sets being Lucas Latchko to advance to the third round. It's uh, the continuation of Federer's dominance of late here at Wimbledon has been nothing but awe-inspiring. He has now won 26 straight sets at Wimbledon, and he's just eight consecutive sets away from the all-time record that he set in 2005 and 2006 when he won 34 consecutive sets at Wimbledon. Yes, Federer truly is the king of grass. It doesn't look like he'll be tested for another few matches. His draw is relatively soft in the early rounds here at Wimbledon. Um, So most of the discussion around Federer is how he's playing, how he's serving, and yes, he served magnificently on day three, 140 of 47 first serve points, was never really challenged. And so afterwards, the conversation turned to the future and to the past. He was asked about the 10-year anniversary of the Federer-Nadal epic match, deemed by many to be the greatest of all time. And... 
course, Rafael Nadal still in the mix here at Wimbledon. So many people are hopeful that we're going to see Federer and Nadal square off 10 years later. Here's what Roger told ESPN in an interview talking about the anniversary of that special match back in 2008. I thought that um, obviously the rise of Rafa had truly arrived as well on the faster courts. You know, he was already dominating the clay at the time. And... uh, and then there you had the likes of Murray and Djokovic knocking on the door for everything else, you know, on the hard courts especially. Um, so you could see the transition happening from, you know, the Agassiz and Sampras had left. Uh, Leighton, Roddick, Safin, myself were still in the game, in the mix. But you had the new generation, the big wave coming. Um, so it was logical to think that Rafa, Novak and Andy were going to carry the sport at some, some stage and that I was going to try to hang around, around as much and as long as possible. Um, but I didn't think that we were going to be world number one and two. 10 years after that epic match, so which is, which is great for both of us, I believe. Roger Federer is one of the older players in the draw at 36 years of age and going on 37 in August. Now let's take a look at one of the youngest players in the draw. In fact, the youngest player in the men's singles draw is Canada's Denis Shapovalov. He's 19 and he won't be 20 until next April. And this hard-hitting left-hander is an explosive, creative player that has drawn the attention of many tennis pundits and fans, many thinking he could be the next big thing. Shapovalov won his first round match. It was his first main draw win at Wimbledon on day two. And on day four, he'll face off against the tricky Frenchman Benoit Paire. Here's what Canada's youngest, most promising player had to say about using his leftiness on the Wimbledon grass and also facing the tricky Benoit pair. You talk about um, imposing your leftiness on the clay. You were talking about that a little bit. Do you uh, go for the same thing on the grass? And if so, is it any different? And how do you do this on that surface? Definitely. I feel like being a lefty uh, is, is, you know, very beneficial on, on the grass. Um, Helps me, you know, on the outside, especially with the wide serve coming in, serving volley. I feel like that's a very good tactic for, for even for righties on the do side, but especially for lefties on the ad side. And obviously, most of the important points are on the ad side, so it definitely helps me with that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've been trying to watch a lot of Roger, how he plays on the grass, how he comes in, you know, he chips and uh, how he bothers players on the surface. And I think I've definitely improved a lot on these on these courts from last year. Obviously, I've had some tough draws, but uh, today shows that. My level's there. You know, Jeremy's a very tough player, so uh, it shows that uh, that I'm able to, to play at this level. You, you played really well, but how do you situate it with coming in here, maybe losing, but maybe not playing that badly, and then playing very well today? Um, <clears throat> what do you mean, from last week? Yeah, I mean, you, you played very well today. You're at Wimbledon, mm-hmm. you a great match, but maybe you weren't playing quite as well as you'd like coming in. Why do you think you stepped it up or just No, I think I think I was playing pretty well to be honest the past couple of weeks. Um I lost a tight one against Mueller, but I felt good during that match and the whole week of practice I was uh, I was really feeling it. Obviously I lost one I lost a tough one to Zverev. Um you know, I had my chances in that match as well and he won the tournament. So I'm not losing to you know, to guys that don't know how to play on the surface. I've been losing to, to tough players so my confidence hasn't gone down. Um, I felt ready heading to Wimbledon, and uh, yeah, this is another match against a tough player. But uh, you know, I I knew that if I could play well and take my chances, that that I could win. So I I always believed in myself. 
Difficult not to be impressed by the form of Shapovalov, who took out France's Jeremy Chardy in the first round. Chardy had come in winning 12 of 14 matches on the grass, and Shapovalov came in. Many thought he would be low on confidence after having a summer's worth of difficult draws. He drew Jills Muller on, in the first round at Queens and then had to face Misha Zverev at Eastbourne. He ended up going 1-2 and two on the grass leading into Wimbledon, but a nice win for him. We're also keeping our eyes on another 19-year-old. That would be Stefano Tsitsipas of Greece, who picked up his first Wimbledon win in round one. He's currently leading Gerald Donaldson of the United States two sets to one, and that match was postponed due to rain yesterday. They will pick it up today on day four. And we'll look back a little bit on the superb performance of Serena Williams, who defeated Bulgaria's Victoria Tomova in straight sets yesterday. Williams a little bit stronger on the serve, and a little bit more authoritative from the baseline as well in a very impressive victory. During her press conference, Williams spoke about various subjects, but we were most interested in her sense of humor, which shone as she responded to a question about why the center court crowd was so thin at the beginning of her match because they had stepped out after Federer had finished his victory and loaded up on her refreshments and didn't get back in time for the start of the match. Williams brushed that question off with a nice response. Um, you know, the match before, Roger played before, and, you know, people need to get up and get refreshments. I mean, I know in myself, when I'm a spectator, I'm the biggest refresh-tater, basically. <laughs> so, you know... Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm serious though. And then after a long match, you know, a men's match is a, it, it's usually longer than the women. And, you know, you need to, you can't sit there the whole time that you could, they came back and he saw that the, the stadium was more filled and the box was more filled, but you know, I, I don't, I don't blame them. They need to get up and stretch their legs, get some strawberries and cream and, you know, then come back and start cheering again. And that's going to be a wrap. You've been listening to the Lucky Let Cord Podcast, a Tennis Now production sponsored by Tennis Express. I'm your host, Chris Otto, saying enjoy Wimbledon Day 4. Please check us out on iTunes. If you haven't already, we greatly appreciate it if you could rate and review this podcast. You can also find us on our page at Podomatic. And on Twitter, you can find us at, at Tennis underscore now. Thanks for listening. Enjoy Wimbledon.